Hey friends, welcome to Enough for Today for Monday, January the 24th. And I know some of you are looking at that side of the screen and you're thinking, wow, he aged, he grew hair and he aged. You're so kind. You're I'm, so I'm sitting here today with my great grandfather who came, <laughs> who came to minister to Emmanuel uh, this week. This is my friend Morris Gleiser, and I, I like to kid him because as I grow more bald and more gray, uh, it's just a comfort to be around somebody older than me. Yeah, you're going to need to speak up. I can't hear. <laughs> So uh, anyway, I, I convinced Morris while he's here with me uh, for a couple of days to record enough for today with me this week. So depending on how you do yes. today. Yeah. Uh, Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> I'll be gone soon. Maybe, maybe we'll let you be here all week with us. Uh, this this will probably actually if the viewership goes dramatically up oh. on this. Just buckle up, because I'm going to hand this to you. Okay. I'm going to say this is going to be more. This is going to be enough for today, featuring yeah. Morris Gleiser. If I can get that camera, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so Morris is here with us, uh, finishing up a weekend called Kickstart, and we had a wonderful men's prayer breakfast on Saturday morning, and then uh, a great day in church on Sunday. He preached Sunday morning and evening, and both of those services are in the archive. And I, I want to encourage you to go back and, and see them if you haven't yet. Uh, the, the Sunday morning service will be rebroadcast again tonight at 7 o'clock. We call that Monday Night Rewind, and we do that every Monday. Uh, also, Morris recorded a live stream uh, that will go out at 6 p.m., so I hope you'll catch that as well. It's a lot of Bible content that's actually going out on Monday uh, through Emmanuel, and we're thankful um, We're thankful for your friendship. All kidding aside, uh, thank you for ministering to our church and for being a friend and encourager to me. Ten years now, uh, he's been, you've been coming to Emmanuel. You, you folks are like family, I feel, and honestly, I mean that. Uh, I, I feel a kinship with Emmanuel like I do with no other church. Um, it was a great day when you called me a little over 10 years ago, and you said, is there any way you can squeeze in a, a time to come in January? I said, you're in Connecticut in January. Okay, I can come, and the Lord opened that door, and then little by little, we've just been able to do this every year, and uh, it is a highlight on my calendar, and uh, you folks at the church are special, and your friendship is special, and again, all kidding aside, <laughs> you're you're a brother, <laughs> and whether I'm your grandfather or great-grandfather or just some distant person in your life, it's a joy. It really is. Um, you are you're a great friend, and you've been a great encourager. All 10 years, you've watched the journey. Oh, wow. And you've been instrumental in the journey, you know. Um, I didn't, I, I thought, what are the chances of you having a week available mm. in January? Mm. Pretty rare. Um, and then you typically in January, like, it seems like every year you come from Miami <laughs> to Connecticut. Somewhere in Florida. It's yeah. like you're trying, you know, like, yeah. you know, as, as comfortable as you could be to as miserable <laughs> as you could be temperature wise. Um, so, and then you're going back to Florida, but thank yeah. you for coming up in the middle of winter to Connecticut and blessing our church. Um, before we get into the Psalms, and we don't have a lot of time, but before we open Psalms and talk through a verse, um, in, in, in the sense of giving glory to God and encouraging our church family, um, what, what, what does the story of Emmanuel from your vantage point the last 10 years, what does that say um, 
to the to the glory and credit of God and the power of the gospel, what does it say? There has been a dependency upon the Lord, and in all fairness, I think it was among the people, those who were remaining here, that were still here at Emmanuel, when you came 10 plus years ago, there was a cry of the heart of those dear people that were foundational in this ministry. Oh God, use us in some way to reach this area. And the indebtedness, no doubt you feel to that crowd is probably mm -hmm. off the charts. You came and you felt like, oh God, what have I gotten myself into? I've never been a senior pastor before. Mm -hmm. And so from the beginning, your your heart has been one of, Lord, if this is going to make a difference, it's going to be because you are in the driver's seat mm -hmm. and we just want to be in your pathway. Help us to walk in your way. And you've done that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the Old Testament speaks of the kings, uh, some of the kings of Judah that were doing great as long as they depended upon the Lord. And then the Bible says, but when they became strong mm -hmm. and then pride ate them up and and uh, and they fell into uh, disease, and they've lost they lost their kingdoms. Idolatry, I, and... yeah, all kinds of a mess. I've seen here at Emmanuel a continual dependence upon the Lord for His wisdom. We prayed just this morning in the men's prayer breakfast, uh, or I guess it was on Saturday. We prayed uh, how that you 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 said I just need wisdom to know how to best lead the ministry here. That's, that's a complete cry of the heart, depending mm -hmm. upon the Lord. Secondly, and I don't mean this second in importance, but another thing that comes to my mind is the clear, obvious um, confidence in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. If we want to see more people come to Jesus, we need to keep Jesus in our services and keep Jesus at the forefront of our ministries. Mm -hmm. And uh, that has always been at the forefront of your ministry here. And I think that in this journey of what I've observed, it's been a dependence upon God and his power and his wisdom and uh, an emphasis upon we're going to exalt the gospel of Jesus Christ. And God just honors that. Yeah. Don't ever lose that. Don't, don't lose that spirit of dependency upon the Lord and the cry of his help. And, and then uh, depending upon the Lord to, to get the gospel out. I think mm -hmm. that's been very, very critical. And then the Lord's opened doors for you to be able to share with others what what you've learned, and you've just said, okay, come with us here. We're going to, you know, I, I don't know the best answers to everything, but here's what I've learned thus far. Mm -hmm. And so God continues to, that that's something I've seen the Lord do here in this place, the energy. When a person walks into Emmanuel Newington, they better strap on their seatbelt because there's an energy in the building that is tangible. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's thrilling. You You can't come here and be the same. You walk out. God has spoken, God has dealt with you, God's encouraged you, and you go home, hopefully to be a better husband, a better wife, a better teenager, a better believer. And if you don't know the Lord, you've been introduced to him while you've been here around some sincere people who are walking with the Lord. Mm. That in itself is a good challenge to me. And I, I think of, of our listeners, our viewers, um, you are dependent on the Lord today just as much as I was and just as much as our church family has been. You need yeah. God's wisdom, and it's also accessible to you. And when you put gospel ministry, gospel purposes first in your life, when you seek first the kingdom, mm -hmm. Jesus said all these things will be added unto you. Amen. 
And um, so honestly, we're, uh, we're almost 10 minutes in. And so I'm going to call it for today, except for the fact that we're in Psalm 35 and we left off Friday at verse 6. So what I'd like to do is just read together uh, Psalm 35 verses 1 through 8. And then what we'll do is pick up and talk about verses 7 and 8. Good. In tomorrow's devotion. Um, so this was a Psalm of David, and it's a, an impre- what we call an imprecatory Psalm. It's David praying for justice. Um, and so he says, Plead my cause, O Lord, with them that strive with me. Fight against them that fight against me. Take hold of shield and buckler and stand up for mine help. Draw out also the spear and stop the way against them that persecute me. Say unto my soul, I am thy salvation. Let them be confounded and put to shame that seek after my soul. Let them be turned back and brought to confusion that devise my hurt. Let them be as chaff before the wind and let the angel of the Lord chase them. Let their way be dark and slippery and let the angel of the Lord persecute them. David up to this point is is depending on God to be the divine disruptor in his life of all the uh, plot and planning of, of the evil one against him. So verses 7 and 8, we'll pick it up talking about tomorrow. For without cause have they hid for me their net in a pit, which without cause they have digged for my soul. Let destruction come upon him at unawares, and let his net that he hath hid catch himself into that very destruction, let him fall. Well, we'll hold there. Call a timeout. Happy Monday. Brand new week. Uh, Go forward claiming God's wisdom today, crying out independence on him, and join us tomorrow as we continue with this man, (laughs) this friend, and uh, throughout the week on Enough for Today. And until then, happy Monday, and we'll see you tomorrow.